bumming with Biden. Let's have a few brews. We'll have some fun with the bum wine crew. So kick your feet up and grab you a beer. Cause damn man, I'm glad that you're here. All right, all right, all right. This is Bumwine Bob welcoming you to an all-new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And this week joining us is the host of the that Trophy Wife Life podcast. It is the trophy wife herself. Uh, Dana is here. How are you tonight? I'm doing great, but I need to correct you right off the bat. It's it's participation trophy. It's a participation trophy. Okay. okay. Well, I, mean, I, was, I was I was giving you the, the the credit. You know, I know you have it in the fine print of the, of the podcast, but I was gonna you know I was I was gonna let you you ride it ride the high life tonight. You know what? I mean, nobody can see me, so I could have probably pulled it off, but. <laughs> But then you asked me to bring my favorite drink. And as soon as I say it out loud, people are going to be like, no, 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 that's not trophy wife stuff. <laughs> I, I, so, so without further ado, you know, what, uh, what do you have on tap tonight? What are you going to be, uh, what are you drinking? Well, I am a wine drinker. I like my Cabernets, uh, but I like this one here is. See, there you go. There's the pour right there, right into the microphone. You hear that? That's the. Nice, strong pour there. <laughs> this is the Josh Cabernet that I get at Costco for like 10 bucks a bottle and I buy it in bulk. <laughs> uh, that, that's the way to do it. That's I, I like where your head's at. I like I like it. it it's a perfect fit already. We're, we're, we're starting off great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I want wine and I want a lot of it and I don't want to pay a whole bunch for it either. Oh, no. Though, no. So. And, and you're taking a step up from the the way bottom shelf mm-hmm. yeah i can't drink like absolute garbage i have to have something that is at least a little decent <laughs> but <laughs> if the if the apocalypse comes the place you want to be is my house because i have cases upon cases because my husband is insane and he buys everything in insane bulk. I'm talking toilet paper, paper towels, wine, like anything that's not going to spoil. He's buying it in bulk. So we have a shit ton of wine. We are prepared. <laughs> that's it. They just pull up. They, they drop off the pallet of wine at, yeah, your, exactly. at, at your front door and they're like, all right, th- this will last us uh, a month if, if if we're lucky, depending if on we're lucky. Yeah, depending it on the on, day. It depends on how good of a, a month we had. <laughs> right, right, right. It, it depends. There's a lot of variables that go into it, but yeah. So you, you so you take a step up from the the very bottom shelf, but I, I'm sure you've probably dove into the bottom shelf. I mean, I I deal more in the you know the classics the the MD-2020, the Night Train, the Thunderbird, all those, you know, I don't want to, I mean, yes, they're, they're bum wines, they're, they're cheap, and, but teenagers, college, I mean, I'm sure you've probably traveled down that road in the past. Oh, hell yeah, and if I needed to, I would again. <laughs> if, if Costco was out of the pallet and you had to, you would, you know, scrape together some loose change and, <laughs> and pick okay, up some. I would dump out my couch and go grab me a bottle of two buck chuck. Yeah. No problem. 
<laughs> on my way to Trader Joe's with my quarters and nickels. <laughs> yeah. And you have it up there on the register, like taking out your little your little change purse, putting out, okay, here's here's a quarter and a nickel. <laughs> Counting uh, it out, 35, well, 40. Well, the whole, the line keeps, you know, gaining behind you. And they're like, hey, hurry up. You're like, calm down, guys. I got it. I got it. I got $2.30 here. I need 27 more cents. And <laughs> here it is. Got it. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, you guys door. thought it was you guys thought it was bad standing behind the old lady with a check at, at the grocery store. And, and then they come upon me with my <laughs> coin purse. <laughs> hey, I need my wine and I need it now. So there's no shame in that. Uh, just like scratching and, and fiending for my wine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going going through withdrawals? It's like, oh, OK. You know, hey, hey, you, you got a, you got a penny. You got a penny. I just need like six more pennies. You got a penny. <laughs> Please, man, you, please, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. You look down at the ground. Is that a penny? Oh, no, that's that's a button. Oh, man, yeah. I, I thought I, I thought I had it. Oh, Shit. man. So close. Yeah. So is, is wine your usual go to beverage of uh, of choice? You know, it really depends. So if it's daytime and hot outside, I'm either like hitting up a White Claw or like a mimosa or Prosecco or something like that. Uh, if it's football season, it's beer. I got to drink beer while I'm watching football. And then at night I drink my, my red wine, my Cabernets typically any, any full bodied red is, is my go-to. So you pretty much have your whole day planned out on, you know, what you can drink, what type of alcohol can I start my day with, continue it lunchtime, afternoon, (laughs) and then then your nightcap. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And so, and then it also depends, like, is it taco Tuesday? Should I have a margarita or people don't realize the amount of work that it goes into to figure out what you want to drink at any time on any given day. Yeah. You got different moods too. I've really been into Moscow mules lately too. Like just that fresh and like crisp and a cold beverage, especially with like the 90, whatever heat we've had here in San Diego. And, uh, you know, but I can't drink red wine sitting at the pool. That's ridiculous. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, you could, I mean, if you really wanted to, but, but it, no, it, it doesn't fit the season. You have your summer beverages, you have your winter beverages, then you have your, your wild cards that are good any time of year. But like yeah. you said, it, it depends like football, beer. And I mean, I'm, I mean, usually I, I'm taking it since, you know, it's, it's we're recording this on a Tuesday night. I'm mm-hmm. just taking it easy here. I'm, I'm drinking a, a, a past blue ribbon easy. So Ooh. it's so, you know, it's so it's it's their low calorie, you know, uh-huh. um, beer. but this is a great uh, day drinking beer. Perfect to kick off your, you know, your football Sunday or, you know, first thing in the morning if you. If you're well, feeling uh, feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Here in San Diego, my football games come on at 10 a.m. So I have to I like crack it open at 10 a.m. And this week, because I was feeling was feeling a little extra weight from <laughs> the days before. <laughs> so I had a Mick Ultra and I felt as ridiculous. But you know what? It got the, it got the job done. I was I was pretty happy. Yeah, but see, there's no shame in that. Yeah. People don't think about the the West Coast times for games you know i mean i'm on the east coast so you know it's it's one o'clock that's perfect that's perfect time it's the afternoon it's post lunch time there's no shame in 
drinking at, you know, one in the afternoon on a Sunday for football. But when you think like 10 in the morning, but, mm-hmm. but it's kickoff time. So, you know, what? I, that's, you can't go so- wrong. My husband knows too. like, uh, well, he won't judge me anyway. He's usually cracking a beer right next to me. But, you know, whenever I go to post on social media, I'm like breakfast beers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's game day, baby. We got <laughs> I'm allowed. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and too, you, you could try something else. Like, I don't know if you've had the uh, I recently. Well, I mean, I've had them in the past, but I picked up the variety pack a few weeks ago and that's the the pbr the hard coffees oh i, I have not tried those yeah it, it pretty i mean people will look at it and say like oh that's gross but it, it's it's not it's not like a pbr beer with coffee in it it's it's just like a hard coffee not much different from your pre-packaged starbucks you know frappuccino that you would get at the supermarket in the little glass bottle except yeah. this has you know alcohol in it so do you know what kind of alcohol it is like what are they what are they spiking that shit with uh i don't know i mean it's it's a very good question I, i'll i'll have to investigate it and see cuz i've always just read it it just says you know a malt beverage yeah whatever but what alcohol is in there i don't know but it's, it's pretty good. It, it tastes just like, you know, they have a variety pack of their regular hard coffee, which is, which is kind of like a hint of like a vanilla. Mm-hmm. It has a salted caramel, a, uh, a cold brew, and a mocha. And, nice. and they're all pretty good. I, I spent, this is probably a, two weeks ago, I spent, you know, a weekend, you know, each morning, you know, cracking them mm-hmm. open. And this is all for science. You know, this is all for research. Yes. Uh, yes. Purposes. Very important yeah, research going yeah. on. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and, and they're 5% for the most part. So it's just the perfect amount of buzz to get your day going right. You want to crack one open, you know, I'm not, <laughs> not going to say, you know, on the way to work that we don't want to uh, advise that, but, no. you know, working from home. Hey, yeah. You know, why not? There you why go. Not? But. But it's definitely something that gets a bad rap because people see a Pabst Blue Ribbon hard coffee. They're like, oh, that's gross. But it's it's just a regular coffee beverage with alcohol in it. So, you know what? At least the at least people recognize the Pabst Blue Ribbon thing, because I I have two stories for you and they both have to do with people not realizing that the hard seltzers were hard seltzers. And the first one was my friend's dad was on his way to work. And I definitely told this one on my show before, but he was on his way to work. He did not realize that the hard seltzers were hard seltzers. He was just packing them away. He was just cracking them open on his drive to work, pounding a white claw like it was nothing. No, great. (laughs) (laughs) And it cracked me up. And then another one, we had asked for um, people to write in their mom fails for a Mother's Day special. And this one fucking mom accidentally packed her child a white cloth into his lunchbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. It happens, you know. <laughs> yep, yep. 
And she was like, thank God he didn't actually drink. Like he recognized that this was one of mommy's drinks. So right, right, right. This it. is like, this isn't a regular seltzer. This is this is one of mommy's seltzers. And where the you know teacher or the lunch aide walks over and is like, hey, can I see that for a second? Yeah. <laughs> It's been a stressful day, kid. I'm going to take, I yeah. need to confiscate yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. It's only 11 a.m., but it, it, it's stressful. Dealing with these kids all day, I, I, hey, I don't blame you. I, I take the white claw. <laughs> yeah, you, you got any of the, any more of these hiding in your backpack? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, let's see. What you, tell your mom to pack a few more uh, the rest of the week. He brings home a letter from the teacher. <laughs> hey, psst, send a few more of those tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those I won't tell if you won't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the white. I mean, I'm not I'm not a big hard seltzer fan. Yes, I'll, I'll drink them if, if it's there, and you know mm-hmm. that that's the option. I would rather mix up my own seltzer beverage, just taking a, a regular can of seltzer and then mixing in some some vodka or rum or or some sort of concoction yeah. mm-hmm. with it. Because to me, the hard seltzer is kind of. I don't think. They're somewhat refreshing, but they're not like that. Ah, you know, like when you actually drink a, a regular seltzer, you can kind of get refreshed from it. But I mean, if you drink enough of them, then anything tastes great at that point. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's when you go from the from the middle shelf to the two buck chuck. <laughs> right, right, right. You're like, okay, okay. What else do we have to drink in this house? Okay, here's the two buck chuck. All right, pour it out. Doesn't matter. Whatever it is, pour it down my throat. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, now okay, let's let's let's, let's gather up all the spare change. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, it's what, funny because my husband, up? my husband does that with the seltzers. Like he will grab a white claw, pour it into a glass, and then pour more vodka into the white claw. <laughs> See, now that's not a bad idea. And, and I've and I've been at parties before where you use that in like a slushy uh-huh. type drink. So you take the white claw, put that in with some ice and your other alcohol whatever type you want and then mix it up that way so you're kind of just using it as an extra ingredient in a a slushy or something like that so so they they have their place in life you know that's that's for sure they're certainly not going away anytime (laughs) soon (laughs) have you ever had a red bull vodka slushy a slushy no i've i've had a variety of Red Bull and vodkas in the past, but never a, never a slushy version. There is a bar out here in Pacific Beach, San Diego, and it's called the Shore Club, and it's right on the water. And they have the slushy machines where they have a Red Bull vodka slushy, and they're delicious. Now, this is probably... I don't know, eight years ago or so, because I made the mistake of drinking them all night once. (laughs) And my husband and I actually, it was a Sunday fun day. So it wasn't even all night. We went down there. We're drinking these Red Bull vodka slushies. We get hammered, hammered. And we're both looking at each other like, oh my God, are we going to die? Like our hearts were beating out of our chest. We were like, what the fuck did we do to ourselves? (laughs) Who thought this was a good idea? Did you, oh, we shouldn't have done this. This was bad. (laughs) We couldn't 
even sleep that night. We were just like staring at each other, like fucking strung out drug addicts. Like, <laughs> what did we do? It was, it was the only time, the last time we ever, ever had Red Bull vodka slushies as good as they were. It was a little terrifying. <laughs> it's a great idea at the time, but yeah. <laughs> after you have a few too many of them, oh man, then all, all bets were off me. Like, I think. Two is might have been my like cap of like Red Bull and vodka because at that point you're like, okay, I gotta I gotta switch to something else to drink at this point. We had way too many of them. And it was almost like uh you know how they give you that warning label on the Viagra that's like <laughs> yeah. if you've had a boner for more than four hours, you need to go to the doctor. And it was like him and I, we were like, we have Red Bull pulsing through our veins for like 12 hours now. Are we going to die? Are we go- Should we go see a doctor? <laughs> it's like, this should be wearing off by now, but uh, yeah. I don't feel any different. Do you? <laughs> you just it bouncing was, off the wall. Oh, it was potent. It was so potent. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't even get to reap the benefits. You would have thought of with all that energy, we would have been like having sex or something. But nope, nope. We were all just terrified in our own separate corners, staring at each other. <laughs> It's that it's a combination of of the 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 uppers with with the Red Bull and then the the alcohol. Oh it, yeah, it's that combination that I mean, I remember one time in college we, we threw a party and it was pretty much my roommate decided he wanted to mix up premix Red Bull and vodkas in these like two gallon like Poland Spring uh-huh. jugs. Now why he did this, I have I have no idea. That he bought like ten of like these Poland spring jokes that had water in them proceeded to dump out all the water <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was in there. And then water the plants. <laughs> and, and then got like, I don't even know how many cases of Red Bull it took. And, and it was, and I forget what vodka was, but it was most likely some cheap ass vodka because uh-huh. in, in college, you're not going to spend, especially for a party, you're not spending that much yeah. on vodka. Mm-hmm. And he was in there. In, in the kitchen, you know, mixing up Red Bull and vodka and all these big two-gallon Poland Spring jugs. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> why, why don't you just get the Red Bull, get the vodka, and then people can just mix it themselves. Just They can figure out, okay, how much do they want? How much vodka? And he's like, no, 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 I got this. Don't worry about it. Like, all right. All right. And, 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 and this went along with the big tower of, of Bush Light 30-packs. That, oh, yeah. that he bought. I mean, I wish I still had any of the, the pictures of that because that was one of those times you walk into the kitchen and you saw this tower of Bushlight 30 packs. It was like, <laughs> man, I, this is not going to end well. <laughs> it sounds beautiful. It really does. Oh, it was. It was a beautiful sight. It was a beautiful sight uh, for sure. And the party was fun. Uh, oh, I don't think no, nobody died. So that was a good thing. That's a bonus. Where, yeah. where on the East Coast are you? I'm in New Jersey. Okay, cool. So um, I was going to visit a friend of mine at Lehigh University. Okay. And, uh, you know, they do like the grain alcohol and they basically just mix it all together and they call it like jungle juice or something where mm-hmm. it's just yeah, everybody yeah. just grabs alcohol and yeah, you just pour it, it in. Into- yeah. yeah, just pour it in the, <laughs> pour it in the, in the bowl or the bucket, whatever you're throwing it in, just just a big tub and people would just scoop their cups in there. And I like to this day, if I went to a party and somebody was like, here's a cup, go over to that fucking trough. (laughs) Yeah. Go to that trash can and just (laughs) dip it in there. 
Like, uh, is there garbage? No, no, no. It's, it's a new trash can. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, brand new. Yeah. They lie. Yeah. <laughs> it has that extra flavor to it. We uh-huh. rinsed, hey, we rinsed it out. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was fun and I did it and I'm glad that I did it before I had the sense to not do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you live to tell about it. So, so that's a good thing. And I like to think of it as just boosting my immune system. I was, you know, like I did all of this crazy, stupid shit, but now um, I'm not going to like keel over if I catch a cold. Exactly. It's all, all that extra nutrients you got from that garbage can that <laughs> I almost said protein and then I realized I was talking about a frat party and I was like nope don't want to say yeah. that <laughs> yeah, so what is so what happened after you had all the jungle juice <laughs> you know funny story um so my friend his name was Ryan and he was one of my like really close friends and I was sleeping in his bed he lived in a frat house and I was up and I was sleeping in his um bed and it was like a bunk bed and I was on the top and in the middle of the night, I had to go to the bathroom. So I like get down from the bunk bed. I go into the bathroom. I pee. I come back. I climb back into bed and I fall asleep. And then I get like shook and awake. And they're like, bro, get your girl out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what was uh, what's going on? So he wakes me up. He's like, dude, you're on the wrong floor. What did you do? <laughs> I had gone to the bathroom and I remembered, of course, after I woke up, I went to the bathroom and the bathroom that I had stumbled into didn't have toilet paper. So I walked down a flight of steps and went to that bathroom, (laughs) forgot that I went down a flight of steps and just walked back to the room that would have been his if I was on the same floor (laughs) and crawled (laughs) into his friend's bed. (laughs) It was very amusing. A yeah, it's one of those, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, when you wake up the next day, you're like, wait, what happened? How did I get here? What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, he didn't even let me wake up the next day. Yeah, exactly. Like, what yeah, the yeah, hell yeah. are you doing yeah. in my bed? Right. Just turned over like, wait, nobody was here before. Why are you here now? Where, where'd you come from? <laughs> I just climb right up into his bed. What's up, bro? Sleeping here tonight. You cool? Yeah, see? <laughs> Hey, if you guys had stocked the toilet paper in the bathroom, this would have never happened. It's exactly. your fault. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but I mean, what do you say? It's guys on a frat house. Uh, <laughs> you should yeah. have known when you were getting into. Uh, I, you know what? It was some of the there. funnest times too, and and all of them were stand up dudes. So, you know, luckily for me, they were all stand up. <laughs> right, right, this. right. Yeah, and in some cases, you found your way into some other guy's bed. Uh, it might be a yeah. different, uh, different situation. So might have been a different outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but luckily, it all worked out for the best. And now we can sit here <laughs> and laugh and laugh about, about it. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I've definitely had my days. I I did some partying in my time for sure. Yeah, but but it, it all works out for the best because, like I said, it it, it builds up your well your tolerance for uh-huh. for alcohol and yep. then you're depending on how you're drinking said alcohol <laughs> your, your <laughs> immune system for, for for other things so boost the immunity we boost the tolerance and we boost the character a little bit you know <laughs> yeah well yeah it always anytime you add alcohol it's, it's always more fun for hey, for I most definitely... people I, I know for me it is you know so 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I have a a lot of stories of alcohol fueled stories that I eh, eh, maybe I would have done them if I wasn't drunk. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's 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 the while well, people get beer muscles to to fight. It's always it's also the beer muscles for doing things that you wouldn't normally do out of your oh, yeah. comfort zone of, yeah. of sober you, sober you and drunk you who, you know, is just drunk you is just sober you taken to the next level, giving you more <laughs> confidence for everything. So stuff that you, you would think about doing sober, but never would. You yeah. throw back a few drinks and now you're like, all right, I'm doing this now. You know, there's oh, no stopping me. And the next day you wake up and you're like. Oh wow! I really did that. Oh crap! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's but my um ex boyfriend from I don't know like fifteen years ago said to me one time, "Hey, do you know what's at the bottom of this bottle?" And I was like, "No, what?" I was like expecting a worm or something, <laughs> and and he was like, "Fun, Dana." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, where's the lie? <laughs> okay. Hey, you're, you're not wrong. So I, I was going to keep drinking anyway. So yeah. that have stuck with me. Yeah. It stuck with me. It was funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> See, especially when you can throw in, in drinks and a good time, which carries over to for, for podcasting. And, you know, while you, you're, you've been busy lately, in the in the podcast world, you know ah. that you've kind of expanded your game. I mean, how did you get into uh, podcasting? How did that all start for you? You know, it's it's funny. I have a little sister, and she is twelve years younger than me. And uh, she was coming out to San Diego because she was going to this like woman's conference. And at the time, I was kind of feeling like I don't want to say like low on life, but like I. I have four children and I was kind of feeling like I was losing my identity because I used to be really fucking fun. You heard my story. Exactly. Drinking, partying, <laughs> drinking out of trash cans, waking yeah. up in, in strangers' beds. I mean, what, what's what's not that I love about that? It was a good time, okay? And so I, I was kind of just feeling like I was losing my identity in motherhood and being a wife and I didn't really have anything else going on for me because I'm a stay-at-home mom. And, uh, so I like kind of got an idea, like maybe I'll start a podcast. And then I went to this conference and it was like one of those lift you up. You can do anything. You can conquer the world kind of things. <laughs> and I, I fucking drank the Kool-Aid. I was like, yeah, I can conquer the world. Yeah, I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I started the podcast and, you know, it was probably, one of the best decisions I could have made for myself at that point. I was able to be creative again. I was able to, you know, spit nonsense out there and feel like myself again. And it actually, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but I would find myself seeking out different adventures and stuff because I knew that it would make good content. And so I would be like, yeah, let's go to dinner. Yeah, let's go here. Let's go hang out with friends. Let's and it really kind of opened me back up into, you know, the person that I wanted to be, the person that I missed myself being. And then the pandemic hit and that went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you you started it pretty much right before. Like, yes. The, everything right hit. Before. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you can at least you can say you weren't one of the 
the pandemic, you know, podcasters, since everybody knows once that hit podcast just exploded with random people, celebrities, yeah. everybody decided, Hey, I'm going to do a podcast now, but, but you beat them. You were, you, you had a few months on them. So you could say, Hey, I was not in that group. I had already started a few months prior. So don't I let me did. in with, with those guys. Yeah. I actually started in September of 2019. And uh, then, you know, I mean, I think now all of my episodes go back until about January of 2020, but uh, man, it's fun. I really like it. You know, like my season three of that trophy wife life has been comedians and actors and authors and entertainers, show hosts. And it was, it's just so fucking fun. I really enjoy it. It's an outlet to, to have fun and just i don't want to say be crazy but but in a sense it is it's just kind of doing your own thing and having fun with it i mean that that's kind of when you were going through the whole thing like i i'm i agree with you the whole process of it gives you an outlet to expand your i don't want to say your horizons but it you, you get out there and you do different things and, yeah, it, kind and of it gives you a little push you know it, like, exactly it gives you gives you a motivation not I, and I don't want to go down and say a, a purpose in life because I don't mean it to be that like yeah. dark or extreme. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but it does though. It does give you a sense of purpose. I really do enjoy like getting to talk to like for example, if I wasn't into podcasting, you wouldn't have heard about my ridiculous uh slushy Red Bull story. Exactly. You know? like, right. 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 <laughs> and so now I get to interact with people that you're across the country from me. And now I get to sit here and I get to enjoy, you know, however amount of time that we're on here, we're having a drink together and we're bullshitting and I'm getting to know somebody. And that's like a proven way of, uh, of happiness, basically interacting with people is really stimulating for your mental health. And even though we're over zoom and stuff like that, it's just, it's, it's important, I think for it to happen, especially for me, because I am a naturally like depressive person. Um, and so it's just been really, really, uh, fun and eye-opening and just has really brought me to a different level of myself than I was before, you know? For sure. Yeah. It makes total sense because it's, it's essentially like you're sitting at the bar, having a drink with somebody that you just met. Yeah, you're sitting there and they walk over and you just, you just strike up a conversation and it, it goes from there and then you meet somebody, you, you learn about them. You get to hear the, the crazy stories. Yeah. And it's funny because before the pandemic, before I did podcasting, I was the kind of person, and this is very unsafe. I do not recommend it for anybody, but I would need to go out by myself. Like I would not call a single friend. I would just go to a restaurant and sit at the bar and talk to whoever was next to me because I needed that stimulation from other people. Not the safest thing in the world for me to be going out by myself and, you know, drinking and meeting people at restaurant bars, but I did it all the time. I loved it. I loved talking to people and hearing their stories. I would be talking, you know, one night to an 80 year old man that would be telling me about his wife. And then the next day I'd be talking to a 21 year old kid that was just starting out and telling me what he was doing. If he was joining the military or, you know, whatever. 
And uh, podcasting is a much safer way of getting that same stimulation without, you know, getting murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, murder. Yes, I was going to say the repercussions of of creepy people and yeah. the, the uh, what could happen with that. So you mm. can sit and talk to people and drink from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, and be safe about it. So people out oh. there listening, safety first. Yeah, no, a lot less no, murdery when you're over Zoom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They haven't ha- they haven't figured out how to how to make that happen yet. But you know, and give give them time, and and it will. Uh, yeah, but, eventually, but as of now, <laughs> yeah, something will pop up on the screen. It'll like hypnotize me. And then all of a sudden I'm jumping off a balcony or something. Right. And so what, what happened? Why'd you jump off the balcony? I don't know. I don't just, know. I don't know. We were just talking <laughs> over Zoom. You have a nice conversation. And then all of a sudden she gets up and boop, gone. Oh, it sounds like an episode of like Criminal Minds or something, like some crazy right. way of like murder, <laughs> mass murdering people or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here, click this Zoom link, join, join the fun. And it's it's essentially like a, a cult. But yes. instead of drinking the, the Kool-Aid in person, yeah. you're somehow hypnotizing them. And then next thing you know, they all jump off the roof and they there die so. a visual kool-aid it's like that movie bird box did you ever see bird box i did not know oh man um i'll tell you it was a good movie sandra bullock great movie however i only wanted to fucking watch it once i watched it one time and i was like never again it was good i'm glad i saw it don't want to watch it ever again yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like great good movie but i saw it once mm, don't need now to I'm good don't need to do it again. Yeah. I'll stick to the other movies that I can watch 50,000 times every single time they're on TV. Yeah. No, it never fails. Like, you know, like freaking like wedding crashes is on like every single day. And you'll be flipping through like, all right, I'll put it on. I'll sit here. I'll watch the whole thing again. I've seen it, you know, 50,000 times. (laughs) Yep. I could watch wedding crashers, stepbrothers. Um, what's the other, uh, oh my God. What's the one with Mila Kunis in it? Oh, like um, saving uh, Sarah Marshall. Yes, or yes, whatever. saving Sarah Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could watch that one. Uh, I'm really into like some artsy movies too, though. Like, there's one that's called Wrist Cutters: A Love Story. Sounds really, really dark. It's not that dark. It's actually really <laughs> cool. <laughs> and like, uh, how about Almost Famous? Do you like Almost Famous? Yes, yes, that's a good one. Yes, yes, I love that movie. Yeah, it, it's funny. There's so many movies in the world, yet all these. Networks show the same ten movies all the time. Crazy. It's like I don't know how many times you can see the proposal is on yeah. all the time. It's like my God. It's like it's and once it's over, they play it again. It's like that's so funny. I'm you like, guys oh, cannot you know, do any more movies. <laughs> no, no wonder you were like, no, I haven't seen Bird Box. You were like Sandra Bullock. I see her 74 times yeah, on my much, TV yeah. every day. <laughs> It's like she's always on here. I figured what is this just is this just another movie about her being, you know, running a company and she's gonna get deported? I mean, I, I know yeah. the story already. They said this time she, she's blindfolded and can't see anything. Oh no, don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> same story. Yeah, same, same shit, different day. It's like <laughs> what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie well, of all time is, and I have the posters down here with me, is the uh, is Terminator is my okay. is my well yeah between Terminator one and well, Terminator two definitely my favorite, but one and two is uh, 
always up there. But I mean, if like comedy wise, always love Office Space. That's oh, always yeah, been that's a, a good one. movie. But but pretty much the ones like like you said. I mean, you know, Step Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Wedding Crashers, uh, like Forty Year Old Virgin. You know, like oh, a, yeah. a lot of like those those early two thousand move like early to mid two thousand movies. <laughs> yeah. I was always really into um like so of course leave it to me I pick one of my favorite movies and it's like the third in the series of movies is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, that's another great series too. And I, and Die Hard 3 doesn't get a lot of credit. It's but, so good. But it's really cuz it, cuz it's totally different from the first two and but because of that, I think it makes it a lot better. You know, running around New York City, you know, Samuel trying to Jackson? crack the codes, right? Samuel Jackson in there, and yeah, definitely a, a good choice. You can't go wrong with the with the Die Hard series. Well, maybe maybe not, maybe not the the later ones, but they're de- yeah. decent. Was it like Justin Long? I think was in the yeah the one after that the, the yeah. live free or die hard, which is, it wasn't a terrible movie. No, I watched but, it. I'd yeah, watch it again. You but know? the one the one after that, I think I saw one time, which was I forget what the official title was of it, but that's one where it had uh, where it was focused on you know John McClane's son. Oh. Uh, I don't know. If see, I I, that yeah, I, I think it was one of those. It was definitely at least a few years ago at this point that it came out, but uh, did did not. <laughs> you're you're not missing anything for sure with with wasn't that a one. blockbuster. No, 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 no. no. Stick stick uh, with the classics, and you're you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I watched recently, and I don't know if it got good reviews or not. But did you see Motherless Brooklyn? I did not know. It's Edward Norton and it's Bruce Willis, but Bruce Willis is only in it for like five seconds. And then it's Edward Norton and he's like trying to solve this murder, but he has this like crazy, ridiculous stutter and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so Edward Norton, you know? (laughs) It was, it was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah, well, 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 these days move. I don't know. There hasn't been too many movies these days that haven't really caught my eye, for the most part. And and nine times out of ten, now they're either remakes of stuff or what about sequels? Um, <laughs> oh shit! What's it called? Nobody. I think. Did you see Nobody? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, it has. Um... Oh shit! Who's the guy from Better Call Saul? Better call uh, okay, yeah, I, 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 I know. Um, Bob Oderick. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I did not it. see it, but I, I saw I saw the previews for it, but I, I have not seen it yet. Now that one was pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen any new movies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like in like a I few only years. Watched the I'm proposal. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, is it on TV? That that that's what I see. Yeah, or if it's you know on some sort of uh, you know. Is it on Prime? Okay, maybe I've seen it. Yeah, or but is this something from ten years ago? Then yes, I've I've probably seen it. Definitely yeah. saw that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Eight is <laughs> it from some from, from the eighties, the nineties, or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or the early two thousands? Then then yes, definitely. But anything over the past couple years, mm, probably not. Yeah, I don't think you're missing too too much. I mean, 
I can't recall a single movie right now that I was like, oh, my God, that was so good. I'm probably lying. I was probably drunk, though, whenever I was watching them. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that always makes them better. I mean, well, for the most yeah. part, or it can be some really shitty movie that you watch when you're drunk. Like, oh, that that was awesome. That was a great movie. Then you watch it sober and you're like, why did I like this movie? This this is terrible. <laughs> There's so many movies that I remember, like from my childhood growing up. And then I'm like, oh, I got to show the boys this because I have two teenagers. And so I'm always like, you have to watch this movie. It's so good. You have to watch this. It's so funny. And, and then we watch it and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the rapiest movie in the <laughs> world. <laughs> well, especially now, all these movies now have disclaimers at the front of them saying, you know, yeah. that this was. This was, you know, released during a different time. Yeah. <laughs> like how you, you watch things now and you're like, man, you couldn't get away with this today. It was oh, like, oh, hell no. Hell no. There's so much stuff. And you know what? It's interesting because um, I don't know. I, I kind of go back and forth on stuff like that because I'm like, I get the point of like that shit's not OK and you don't want to make it seem OK to the masses. Right, right, right. But I also get the point that it's entertainment and it's fiction. And so it's so hard to kind of walk that line and and be like, you know, uh, how do I support, you know, uh, the whole me too or thing, but also not like shit on everything that was made prior. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Because it's it's like, yes, it's fiction. It's not real. But then but it is still supposed to be real life i guess that's the problem is that it's not like it's especially if it's not a movie that's in like some fantasy land where you can or animator or something where you know okay you know okay this is not real right but yeah it's it's real people in a real situation that's real life that looks like people you could see you know in every uh-huh. day it's like but it's not real life but it's imitating real life so that's that line where it's like well you, you can't be too crazy with it but you still want to be entertained and especially with something that already is like 20 years old and you watch it back it's like okay yes it was a different time back then but you can't be trying to you know censor and neuter everything from the past you kind of exactly you learn your lessons now and going forward Right, the okay. progress. Exactly. We're not going to make movies like this anymore. But the old stuff, you know, okay, sure. Put your disclaimer at the front of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and tell people either you watch it or you don't watch it. I mean, that's... And you I'll have, be you have there laughing, choice. and then I'll be like, oh, shit, am I a horrible fucking person for laughing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, you don't know it, what what's funny. And so the same thing with comedians and specials like that now. It's like, jokes that you you can or you can't say that you, you could have yeah. said and even then it was kind of you know walking the fine line of it's like oh okay <laughs> so i'm i'm sure you're we are recording on unfortunately the day that norm mcdonald passed mm-hmm. away um and god i loved him so much i seriously adored him and uh I watched something that was posted today and I was like, well, that didn't age well. (laughs) (laughs) And it was this clip of him on Conan O'Brien. Did you see this at all on social media? I I, I didn't watch it, but I I saw the clips being posted. There's so much I was going through watching some stuff, but it it was, it was a flood of. 
Oh yeah. Things, you know, with everything. So this particular clip, um, and, and nobody was saying anything bad about him at all. It, they were just posting f- hilarious content that he had made. So in this particular clip, he's talking about how, um, I don't know if it was his wife or a, a woman was in a coma and, uh, the doctor had said like, well, you know, the best way to get a woman out of a coma is oral sex. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I mean, I guess I'll go and try it. And so he like goes in and he's in there for five minutes and then he comes out and he looks at the doctor and he went, I tried, but she started choking. (laughs) 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 Am I awful for laughing at this? (laughs) Because it did not age well. There is a woman in a coma and you stuck your dick in her mouth. That is not okay. (laughs) No, no, that that would that was definitely questionable back then and and now today whew, now you're yeah. you're way over the line now way <laughs> <laughs> but i laughed my ass off and then i was like oh my god damn it dana <laughs> <laughs> but it was i mean yeah I no, it, yeah it, it, you can't deny it it's funny it, it's it's just funny it, it, is it is it wrong well, I, I think yeah. it's funny because you know it's a joke. You exactly. know that he's not really going into a comatose woman and, you know, shoving his nads down her throat. Like, exactly. You know that he's not doing that. And so, but I mean, that's why I think I laughed. However, it turns out later in life, you start to find out like some of these people that were pieces of shit were really pieces right. of shit. <laughs> right, right. Once things start coming out about people that you're like, oh, they're making jokes about this or that. Then you're like, you find out, oh, they were really, you know, doing these questionable things. You're like, oh, well, now that, that kind of makes sense. Now why yeah, they were joking yeah. about this. We all thought it was funny. And then, oh, now look. It changes it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. In that case, yes. When when something like that comes to light, you go, oh, okay. Well, maybe that's not as funny as it was. But in like Norm McDonald's case, you're like different I mean, story. Right, yeah. Nothing, nothing has come out yet, you know, related to that. And hopefully it stays right. that way. <laughs> I hope so because man, I really hate it whenever I love a person and then find out they're a piece of shit. You know, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I really fucking loved Kevin Spacey. I was like, oh, God, he was such a great actor. I just loved Kevin Spacey and then found out he was a piece of shit. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. Like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's a real downer. Come on. Yeah. That's it. Remember whenever Chris Brown was in all of that trouble for, you know, um, beating up Rihanna and and stuff like that. Well, he had the song like, don't wake me up or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And so to make myself feel better, I would sing the lyrics as don't beat me up (laughs) 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 because I still like the song and I wanted to sing it, damn it. But I couldn't make myself. (laughs) I had to change the lyrics. You made it your own. It was, it was, it was your own remix of the song. So you weren't technically supporting him. No, you were, you were just using the beat. And then I, I, your own I might have like discovered TikTok before TikTok. I was just like lip syncing, <laughs> but making it my own. <laughs> See, now if you had recorded it and put it out there, damn it, missed opportunity. You could have been sitting on a gold mine. Now you could have been the uh, the queen of uh, TikTok or whatever yeah. you want to name it. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would have named it TikTok. I would have named it something real dumb, like, <laughs> you know, lip sync R us or something, you know, <laughs> like it would have been really terrible. <laughs> Nobody would have joined. <laughs> right. Right. Nobody would have downloaded the app. It would have been deleted. Then somebody, then the TikTok people would have come around and found it and been like, yes, oh, this is a great like, idea. Let's, let's rebrand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to name this TikTok. Then you would have been like, son of a bitch they mm-hmm. they took my idea <laughs> that was my idea first they stole it from me made it much better than i could <laughs> and see you, you can't you can't sit on these good ideas you gotta you gotta go with them when they come to you just just throw them out there dude i am the kind of person that will roll over in the middle of the night now obviously you have never heard my name before so i've never capitalized on any idea that i've written <laughs> down in the middle of the night <laughs> but i will roll over and write something down and then i will wake up the next day and i will look at it and be like was i on drugs what <laughs> was happening was i hallucinating what what happened weird here? shit weird shit i would roll over it would be like written in fucking german i would be like what was i even saying in the middle of the night <laughs> but you have to do that you have to make note of these things and i don't know how many times i've been driving and you have an idea and you're like oh shit that's a good idea and then if you don't write it down you get to wherever you're going and then it's gone and you're like totally gone you're like I had this idea. It was great. You loved it. It's like I'm driving on the highway. I wasn't gonna, you know, stop and you know. Didn't pull love over. it enough to remember it. But <laughs> exactly. It was a great. And even idea. and you're sitting there like trying to keep saying it over and over in your head, like, okay, don't forget this, don't forget this, don't forget this. And all of a sudden, you know, some other song comes on the radio and you start singing it. You're like, poof. Yeah. Gone, gone you start forever. Singing, don't beat me up by Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> your that, great idea is out that, the window. Yeah, that million dollar idea that could have been the next TikTok, gone. Gone. I know. I know. So many times I've done that too. And it's, so I started writing things down because I would in the middle of the night, like wake up and be like, oh, I need to do this. And now for my shows too, like if I am interviewing somebody and I have a question that pops into my head as I'm laying in bed, I force myself to get up. I don't care if I'm awake for the rest of the night, I will write it down because I will fucking forget. In that case, you have to do it. Yeah. Every time, every time I forget. And so I roll over, I write it down and the next day it's either gibberish or it's not, but yeah, definitely. I've I've had that a few times too, where I've been like falling asleep, like almost at that cusp of, you know, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm falling asleep and I get this idea and then I'm, I was like, I got to write this down. So I reach over, grab my phone. <clears throat> that I'm just typing in there. Okay, just type this whole thing out. Here's this post I'm going to do. Put it out there, save it. And then next morning, it, and it's actually coherent. And you're like, when you get something like that that you can read back and understand, then you feel accomplished with yourself. Yeah, then you feel like a fucking <laughs> genius. You're like, God, I'm good. You know? <laughs> right. It's like, okay, sure, nobody else might not care about this, but to me, it's going to be great. Man, I got it. So I did an interview um, a few months back with Carol Baskin and I woke up in the middle of the night. I had this great idea and I like wrote it down and I got to see it through and I was fucking proud of myself. That's good. (laughs) Hey, hey, kudos to you. That that's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then I also had an idea whenever um, I was doing another interview with a comedian and I wrote down this idea and I woke up the next day and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? That was <laughs> that was a god awful idea. I had this great idea to do a show and I was going to call it the flip side and it was going to be all comedians, but I was only going to ask them about the traumas that made them hilarious. Like, yeah. <laughs> Saddest show on the planet. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say, <laughs> bad it's like, idea. It's like real bad, right? Well, well, it might be true, and, and, and yes, right. And a lot of times, it takes the trauma that you have to turn into, you know, comedy or a coping mechanism of things. But to the people want to sit there and hear those tragic stories. I, I mean, mean, maybe possibly but probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They might find them interesting, but if they're tuning in to hear a comedian, I think they want to hear the funnies, you know, not want to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I am not going to listen to, you know, a fucking stand up comedian and cry. That's not why I'm coming to you. If I want to cry, I'll just rewind my life in my head. I don't need to come to you. Uh, d- dropping those truth bombs out here. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's true. It all happens. Yeah, <laughs> We're I think, all so hard on ourselves. Yeah, we all we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same for everybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't even feel bad about it anymore. I'm like, no, now I just own it. I'm like, no, everybody in the world is hard on themselves. Even the people that think that they're like, or that we think are doing amazing. Uh, Kim Kardashian, for example, how miserable is she? Like she has all this money. She does all this stuff. She's super famous. She gets it, but she's fucking miserable with, you know, I mean, I don't know for sure. I'm not her best friend (laughs) or anything, but I mean, look at her life that is just like sprawled out there for everyone to see and judge. And she has to like fight people off on her opinions and her husband or ex-husband now, or almost (laughs) husband, whatever he is, who's dropping a song lyric saying that he cheated on her after their second kid, you know, like that's, that's a lot of humiliation to put out in the public eye. You got it. Yeah. That that's the price you pay for putting it all out there for everybody to consume. And I'm just here to say that I'm willing to do that. So if anyone wants to make me famous, I am willing to be humiliated in the public eye. <laughs> <laughs> just pay me all the gazillions of dollars. Exactly. exactly. Drive that dump truck full of money up to the front door. Yeah. Dump it all out in there. Pennies. I'll count it out. <laughs> yeah. Throw throw it. Throw some bags of pennies. Drop a few pallets of Costco wine out there, go. and yeah. and you will have the. Uh, Tell me where to sign. You'll have the participation trophy wife on your on your squad. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Damn it. I'm putting it out there in the universe. Let's go. <laughs> it's now, They're like, girl, you drink too much. No way. Not happening. <laughs> hey, but I, but, but I can sponsor your wine. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Josh Cabernet. <laughs> <laughs> So what's uh, so what's next for you in, in the podcast? I know we went over. I know you have your new, I guess, somewhat new podcast that you started up um, yeah. as well. The the Dirty Little Secrets Club. I, uh, I guess that's kind of your companion piece to it is. your other yeah, podcast. You know, I had this idea whenever I was starting that Trophy Wife Life. I had this idea also for another show that I wanted to do. And uh, 
It just so happened. I, during that trophy wife life, I have a segment called display case where we take, you know, like famous people and we do it as an interview segment rather than uh, a write-in segment. And so one of the people that I interviewed was an ex pro wrestler and he is a voiceover dude and he has his own show and you know, his name is brimstone. And one day out of the blue, we're like bullshitting back and forth after I had interviewed him and he was like, yeah, well, uh, maybe you and I should do a show together. And I was like, fuck yeah, sign me up. <laughs> I see that blue check mark on your name. Like, <laughs> bring some of that blue over here. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, besides that, the fact that he was hilarious and a great dude, and, and, you know, I just really enjoyed talking with him. And so, um, it, he was like, you know, yeah, we'll come up with some ideas. And I was like, well, you know, I actually have been sitting on this idea and I pitched him the Dirty Little Secrets Club. And what we do is we have people go to our website. It's the dirty little secrets club.com and they anonymously submit their dirty little secrets, whether it's a kink, whether it's something that they did in the past to somebody or whether they've cheated on their spouses, have an STD, whatever the fact may be, they submit their dirty little secrets to us. And then we read them on the show and we kind of banter back and forth on it. And it's interesting because I'm a very, uh, uh, open-minded, let everybody be who they want to be kind of person. <laughs> and Brim is, I don't want to call Brim close-minded because he's not at all, but he's, he's more like stuck in his ways, kind of like uh nope, that's a piece of shit move, you know? And I'm like, but right, maybe, right. <laughs> maybe it's because of this. And he's like, nope, no excuses, you know? <laughs> And so it's really fun to be able to banter back and forth with him. And it's just the show itself is fucking fun. We get some crazy shit on the Dirty Little Secrets Club. It's awesome. Like this one guy just wrote in this episode that we dropped today, actually. Um, oh, was it today or was it last week? I don't even remember. They all run together. Uh, but he eats his own sperm. Oh, okay. Yes. And, and then he eats different fruits to make his sperm taste better. And then he eats his own sperm. Like he'll be like, Oh, it tastes really good with pineapple or, you know, <laughs> peaches or whatever it may be. And he's a, a semi older gentleman now. And he has decided like, this is what I do. I like to eat my sperm. This I'm is not what gonna... I do. Yeah. This, this is my life. This is yeah. my life now. Okay. All right. If I want to jack off and throw it down my own throat. I'm going to do it. So <laughs> And I guess it'd be one thing if you were, you know, doing that because you wanted to help out your, your partner to make yeah. sure that it, yeah. it tastes good. <laughs> He's like, well, let me do a little taste test yeah. beforehand. So, yeah. So you don't, you don't want to disappoint your partner and you say, okay, you want to make sure it's, you know, enjoyable for, yeah. for both of you. I see. So. I don't think that he had that consideration. I think that yeah. he just genuinely just for, just for the hell of the, it. Yeah. Hey, hey more it. power to you, man. Hey. Yeah. I mean, think about it. People eat their boogers all the time. And, you know, exactly. some of that could be the same consistency of sperm. I can, I can understand. <laughs> I guess it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's, it's a really fun show. I really enjoy doing that one too. <laughs> well, on, on that note, uh, yeah. so. <laughs> 
so what's uh what what's next uh, for you anything you're working on or any other thing in the pipeline that uh you know what i'm working on right now is just lining up some awesome guests for that trophy wife life it's you know my baby i i love doing it so much um and then going out i <laughs> I love doing other people's shows. I really enjoy just going on and uh, bullshitting with people. Um, I don't know what is possibly next, but uh, I mean, hopefully something I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and keep interviewing these awesome people and going on to awesome people's shows and, and drinking my wine and telling gross stories. <laughs> and <laughs> You can't go wrong there. Drinking wine, gross stories, nine times out of 10, that's a, a crowd pleaser. Like 90% of my persona. So, <laughs> hey, hey, nothing, nothing wrong with that <laughs> until my teenagers listen to an episode. And oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. When, once the kids hear it, then like, hey, mom, you, you sound like a dope or, or something. Yeah, like that. Why, why'd oh, you say okay. that story? You know, that was embarrassing. Or I can do no right whenever it comes to my child. My oldest, he's about to turn 16, he actually yelled at me two days ago. Because I was too nice to him whenever I was taking him out his first time behind the wheel. <laughs> he was like, no, mom, I need you to be meaner. You need to tell me what's what. And I was like, bro, my life was in your hands. You think I'm going to be a dick when my life is in your hands? Right, right. <laughs> right. Because, sure, it sounds like a good idea at the time to him. He's like, no, you know, you know, you know. Tough love. Tell me, you know, <laughs> yell at me what I'm doing wrong. But then, you, you know, the second you do that, that he's going to get upset. And exactly. then he then he's driving the car and yep. then it's just going to escalate. No winning. No, no winning as a parent. No. No, it's like you're I was like, I was just trying to be nice. And well, and it was also like, his first time behind the wheel. I'm not going to be. It's like I cannot expect that I am going to. Uh, I don't know, go on to a football field and throw a fucking touchdown the first time right, I hold right. the ball. <laughs> you know, like there's so I would expect that the first time behind the wheel, he's not going to be a fucking race car driver. He's not yeah. going to be a pro. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, oh, look, oh, yeah. Look at him taking that turn. Oh, perfect. K turn there. Blinkers. Yeah, have you done this before. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you sneaking out taking the car at night? Have you been doing this for the last five years? Okay. Possible. Uh, possible. Looks, looks good now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's my biggest fault as a human being is that I'm just too nice and too understanding. Uh, if that's your biggest fault, then. <laughs> that's a load of bullshit. That's yeah. not my biggest fault. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. on a resume. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I couldn't tell from the tone of your voice when you not were. Not at all. Mm. That, yeah. that, that you aren't being serious. <laughs> My biggest fault is I am terrible at sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, hey, Dana, I, I appreciate you coming on the show, having some drinks, have, having some fun uh, here tonight. If you want to, you know, tell everybody where they can find you. I mean, I, I know you have like 50 links and I'll, and I'll put them all up there on the website and with the podcast when it's posted, but if you want to give your your yes. Cliff Notes version of of where they can find you. Of course. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me on the show. This was really fun. I had a great time and my husband and kids didn't interrupt once. So, I mean, that's, that's a win. A you got to have your wine in peace, tell some yeah. stories and just relax. Big W for me. Yeah, that's Big it. W. <laughs> 
Um, you can find me at uh, on Instagram or on Twitter at Trophy Wife Dana, and Dana is spelled D A Y N A because my mother hates me. <laughs> and if you are looking for that Trophy Wife Life comedy show, you can find that at thattrophywifelife.com. Um, and then there's also the Dirty Little Secrets Club. And if you have a dirty little secret, you can anonymously submit that to us at the Dirty Little Secrets Club.com. And we're on all podcast platforms and YouTube for both shows as well. There you go. That that, that was like uh, that should have been timing you with how quick you could have yes. gotten all those those <laughs> plugs out there. Version, yeah. I, know. I get thirty <laughs> seconds on a on an Instagram reel, so you know you got to knock used, it out. Exactly. Real quick. Used to it now. Okay. This is this is all I can fit in in one little clip. So okay, uh, find me here here to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, done. Okay. Subscribe, like, rate, and review. Uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> all the everybody knows the drill at this point. You're you now find me here. Here's the podcast five-star review tell your friends <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah word of mouth come on man let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well hey hey dana thanks again a lot, a lot of fun chatting with you i wish you the the best with the podcast and everything else you have going on with it be looking forward to keeping tabs on you and everything you do with the, sh- the multiple shows and hopefully soon we will see maybe that that truckload of money and the pallets of wine showing up to your front door and that would be glorious and you can get that little uh that little blue check mark yeah everybody put that out into the universe whenever you think of <laughs> the participation trophy wife think of money and check marks yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey th- thanks again we'll, we'll definitely have to catch up in the future and, and do it again and uh, maybe we'll throw down some of that make sure you get some of that two buck chuck uh next time yeah with with your pennies to to enjoy on the show <laughs> i'll start digging in my couch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she is that trophy wife the participation trophy wife corrected yeah. me at the very beginning she is <laughs> she she is dana be sure to check her out check out the podcast i am bum wine bob and until next time cheers I need a beer.